There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 114 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss the shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode four of season two of Channel Zero, No End House. Oh my gosh. All right, we're going to jump right in because this one, wow. Okay, just going to jump in with it. Episode four, The Reflection. The group must face the most dangerous part of the house world as they search for an exit. With the father in pursuit and shocking discoveries about each other, tensions within the group simmer. Yeah, think simmer to a <laughs> boil. Okay, so yeah, I would say they do get quite hot. Yes, literally. Oh uh, <laughs> well, this is uh this is just weird. I don't know. We have Margot and uh and Seth. She's like, well, bet you never hooked up in an alternate reality before. Okay, really? Yeah. This is what we're joking about. Yeah. If she only knew, right? <laughs> and you know, he, she's like, oh, it usually takes a couple dates for that to happen. At least in the real world. Maybe we can have our first date tonight in the real world. It's like, um, if you get out. That's how I was pretty much like, dun, dun, dun. Dylan keeps trying to help Lacey. And, and I understand. It's his wife. He wants this to happen. You know, Hi. he's showing her a necklace and trying to be like, do you remember this? I love you. And, and Lacey's just looking like, I don't know you. You're crazy. And then poor Jules, sitting on the garage floor, looking just horrible. Right, just completely drained, confused, almost zombie-ish. Right, and no sphere or bodies to be found. Right. So what happened to the bodies that were coming up is what I'm wondering. I think Jules was able to uh, pull away to keep them from forming. Okay, to not totally lose. Like, she's still fighting somehow. Right, yes back with Dylan and Lacey and you know Lacey's like oh put the necklace on me and I believe and I didn't write this down it's an infinity sign I think like infinite love kind of thing and right it could have been so he waits for a second and he's putting it on and she's smiling at her reflection and smiles at him and I'm like yeah don't fall for it no not at all and he's like it's all gonna come back to you and and he cuts her wrist strap and i'm like really because he puts the knife down yes and hugs her and and he's happy thinking she's you know remembering something and she's eyeballing that knife yes she is and i'm like oh god this isn't going to be good no now Margot does find jules in the garage and ask why she's out there oh i just think i slept walked out here yeah it's like okay no, Margot, it's because you left her. Right. Alternate reality hookup. And as Margot asks if she's okay, and Jules says, yeah, we hear a scream from the kitchen. 
And I was like, great, somebody's dead. That's what I was thinking. Right. Or the weird husband was back. I, I didn't know what was happening. But it's Dylan and Lacey on the floor crying as he's re-zip tying her wrist. And she's like, just let me go. Right. And Dylan is like trying to explain to the group she doesn't remember. And we see this knife on the floor. It's like, what isn't she remembering? Just you? What she just did? Murder? I mean, it could be a whole lot of things here. Yes, it really could. And I, I wasn't digging it. No. But yeah, we don't know if he got cut. That's where the blood's coming from. I was it, assuming that. Right. But apparently it wasn't too bad for that much blood to be on the floor. Maybe. They go outside, though. It's like, all right, let's, let's get moving. And it's all gloomy out. It's like, how are we in an alternate reality and it's all gloomy? Yes. Apparently the house knows what's going on. Mm, not happy about it. No. Walk past the corner and Margot and Jules notice something, so they stop and they see Sis family in the fenced cul-de-sac. Yeah. And nobody thinks to ask anything. Right. Well, Margot wonders who they are and how long they've been there, and Seth pipes up, let's go. Right. And they're like, okay, what the hell? Yeah, I think that you need to ask some questions. Right. And then, and then we things. see women from each home behind the fence come out of their homes. And it kind of looked like the family froze, but I might have been just seeing things. <laughs> Yeah, I now think it was just past, people were walking out, like all these people. Right, it's possible. Now, they walk past a couple of children in a driveway that turn to look at them as they walk past. And Margot asks Jules what happened to her this morning, and Jules tells her to look at the kids that are looking at them, and we see that others are starting to follow them. Right, and this is when Dylan pops up with more information. Yep. They're all part of the house. Don't run. Just walk. The house doesn't want us to leave, but if you run, they'll run. Yeah. And this is what was weird, too, that all of a sudden we see a woman walk out, and she's like, boys, breakfast. Yeah. And she, like, kneels down, and the boys run over so they can, like, grab her head. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. So this woman is basically there willingly at this point? Apparently so. And you keep seeing all these people with garbage bags. Everywhere. It's like... Are these all, like, the dead bodies, the memories, like, the emptiness? Could be. Very well could be. And Lacey is fighting this whole time, like, trying to pull away, but keeps walking. So she's not fighting super hard. Right. But nobody's doing anything, like, no, she's one of us, or... No. So I, I'm like, maybe she's not there yet. Right. And they get to a field, and they go into the field, and all the people that follow them stop right there. And I was wondering if JT was going to be able to keep walking. Right. Because it's like, okay, why did those people stop? Are they all simply the memories of other people? And it's like, okay, they have no business going forward? Right. I think so. There's no reason for them to even desire to escape. Okay. And interesting, because as they're walking... Jules hears something, looks, and stops. And she's just, like, kind of staring, not saying anything. Right. Not really doing anything. And Margo's like, what's up? She comes back, and you see kind of zombie-esque man, kind of withered up. Right. And In the field. 
Yeah, and then Dylan again pipes up, and I'm like, can we trust Dylan? Right. He knows too much, too. Right, because Dylan's like, they can only feed out the person that made them. This is what happens when they run out of memories or the host dies. He's like, come on, we need to keep moving. So Margot, like, physically drags Jules at this point. Right. And uh, JT is, like, looking at the guy, and I think... And the guy winks at him. Did he? Yes. Because, like, looking at him, like, yeah, this is going to be you, buddy. Yeah, but he did wink at him when... When the others left and it was just JT there, uh, the guy gave him a wink. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that uh, was pretty freaking creepy. Is that why <laughs> JT kind of like ran to catch up? Yeah. He's like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, the field didn't look all that creepy, except like they keep hearing stuff and they're like, what? what is that? Like something's just going to uh, pop out, like children of the corn or something. Yes, and we failed to mention that not dad shows up at the back of the crowd after they've gone into the field and he doesn't have a problem following them into the field as he does i know that's why i'm wondering if somehow because margo's there and still right. kind of thinking about him that he's able yes. to yeah but i still don't know how jt is doing it then it's some pure willpower i guess yes but jt you know like i said runs up and he catches up with seth and he says i know you saw my arm why didn't you say anything and Seth is just like, it's none of my business. Which, what do you mean it's none of your business? Right. What is the ultimate purpose? And this is why I'm like, is Seth the house? And I I just didn't understand. And JT's like, uh, it isn't just the, you know what's happening. You're not just some guy. Who are you? Right. And Seth's just like, oh, no, that's a perfect way to describe me. Just some guy. And JT's like. Or not. What the <laughs> hell? Yeah. He just wants it to stop and get out of the house. And, of course, Seth goes, well, what good do you think that's going to do you? You're fucked. <laughs> Which makes me, again, a big question mark on my face. What does that mean? Right. Well, I literally know what that means, but you know what I mean. <laughs> what does this mean for JT? Yes. Like, anybody else, and it's like... And why does Seth know this? Right. And especially when JT is like, you don't know anything, and... Why are you lying to them anyway? What are you doing? And you better not stop me. You know, it's like he kind of got paranoid. Right. At this point in time, he's acting like Regular normal JT. JT. Yeah. 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 So it's like, all right, what's going to happen? Are you going to break down? Or are you going to explode? Especially <laughs> because you killed your host, essentially. And Seth is way too damn calm. Yes. Nothing seems to bother him at all. No. I did not like this. No. And of course, Margot yells for them to get moving. Yeah, well, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Right. At this point in time, I'm thinking bad. Yeah. Well, they get through the field, and it's like, oh, okay, well, this is weird because, hey, look, it's a full moon. Wasn't there a full moon the other day when they started this right. thing? yes. And Seth tells Margo, oh, this is kind of nice. It's mind over matter. And I love it because Margo, again, is just kind of like, what the hell is wrong with you? Right. At least You're with the look. Weird. Right. Yes. Being weird. And, uh, yeah, with Seth's weird comment, if you let your guard down, you can feel like you almost can get comfortable. No. No, no. I can't. <laughs> no. I had dead dad eat memory of mom. No. Right. And it's like, what in the hell is happening? And it's going to get worse. Because yeah. we're standing in front of a corn maze. Okay, great. 
suddenly it's dark, and they do say, like, what the heck happened? Why did it get dark so quick? Yeah, Margo asks, how could it be night already? Uh. That's a really good question, Margo, but the house doesn't want you to leave, so it's going to make it dark. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, corn maze at night, probably not the best thing. Right. And, of course, nobody knows what's happening, but, oh, look, there it is. There's this corn maze, and Jewel's like, your dad took us there once. Right. So here's where I'm starting to wonder, since Dad came back, is Dad there not only because of Margot, but because of Jules, too? And this is maybe why he's somehow a little stronger and able to come back and, like, go look for them, because both of them are remembering. It's possible. It is possible. And kind of scary, because in the maze, you hear people yelling and calling out names. Right. Looking for people. Yes. And it's like, oh, goody. What could this possibly mean for our people? Right. And Seth goes, uh, maybe we shouldn't go in there in the dark. And, of course, Margo agrees. Not JT says, every minute we're here, we're in danger. And he starts to head into the maze. Yeah, until nobody else is going after him. Right. <laughs> and somebody comes out. Yeah. I think that every gave everybody pause. It's like, oh. Okay. Dylan tells him to move back away slowly. It's starved to death, and it will try to feed on anyone. How the hell does he know? I'm thinking the he's only gone in it more than once to try to find Lacey. Oh, I'm pretty sure he has. And I think it's just his experience in all his trips in and out. Because I think he's made more than two or three, more than likely. Okay. and. So, thankfully, I mean, I guess thankfully, we got somebody who knows what's going on, because Seth doesn't seem to be too hardcore about getting out, because he's cuddling with Margot with a fire that Dylan started. Yes. And it's like, oh, this is great. We'll just sit here. And, you know, then you have Dylan over there, like, zip-tying his wife's wrist. To his. Yeah. And Seth and Margot just talking. JT and Jules are just sitting there. Jules, again, total days. Yes. And I feel like JT is like, can I make it through there? Can I get there without them? Right. Which, probably not. But, yeah. So, Seth is talking to Margo. He's like, you know, when I first saw you, this is what I thought. And and he is misanthrope again. It's like, what what is with you in the word? And I knew you were sad, but I didn't know how strong you were. And, you know, he's like, hey, do you see the flowers? Do you see the orchids? Okay, danger, Will Robinson. What is happening? (laughs) They're everywhere. Yeah, they're hard to miss. Right. And then he's like, well, let's come over here and look at this. And I'm like, oh, God, he's going to kill her or something. Right. And Dylan doesn't like them walking off, but there's nothing he can do about it. So, of course, Margo gets up and follows him over there to a lone white orchid. Right. And and Seth goes, oh, are you sure? Is he, and he bends down, and she does well, and she notices the difference. And Seth tells her it's an orchid mantis that feeds on other insects. It just disguises itself as another flower. Red flags. Warning. <laughs> yeah, take a warning. hint. Take a hint. He's giving you one, Margot. Yeah, talk it about can it. can lure them in. And as, you know, she's talking to him and looking... Here goes Jules. Yeah. Hearing the voices and getting up to wander off towards the woods. And Dylan's like, hey, hey. And JT's just like, meh. 
Yeah. Maybe you get up and it's chase your friend. Somebody he's supposed to have known since second grade. Right. Maybe you chase your friend. Right. But we have Dylan who actually jumps up. He cuts the zip tie, but then like grabs JT since he wasn't going after his friend. Right. He <laughs> says, anything happened to her, you're dead. As he zip ties them together. Well, I guess that's one way JT going to be forced to work with the group. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, thankfully, Dylan is, like, trying to save the group. Right. So, it's good, because you have Jules, like, being taken over, I guess, and Seth and Margot chatting, and Seth decides to come clean, which is like, is this the best time? Right. And <laughs> you go, oh, no. Right. I didn't expect I'm liking you so much. And he's like, or, you know, Margo's like, okay. And she's like, I'm not who you think I am. I don't belong. I never have. Not anywhere. Not until here. And now it's like, wait, what? Yeah. And I think she had the same look that we all did. Like, uh, what are you saying? Right. And then all of a sudden he's like, I live here. It's like, th- this is not a place you live. No. <laughs> This is a place that you basically go to die. So the yes. fact that he's saying that, and who knows how long he's been there then. Right. So I start questioning everything. Yep. Because he's saying, oh, it can be a home, and there's a way to survive, and he can show her. Right. <laughs> it's beautiful. No. No, it's not. No, not. <laughs> it's Creepzilla. Stop saying that. It's not a beautiful thing. No. And, of course, Lacey immediately gets in JT's ear that they got to go. But does Lacey know JT is from that place? Or is it just because it's not Dylan and she wants out? She wants to stay, I mean. I She actually tells him that he's not who he says he is, that he's a liar. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Right. And so she actually is able to stand up telling him they have to go. Oh. And as soon as Dylan catches up to Jules, before she gets into the woods, another cannibal from the maze comes out and starts running towards not JT and Lacey. Now, do you think it was, because it was the same one that had walked out earlier. I, yeah, I think so. But do you think that this, this cannibal came out because Lacey was getting all riled up? More than likely, oh. making noise. Uh-huh. And, like, pulling on JT, and JT's just like, settle down. and Right, yeah. Seeing a struggle and just a commotion got their attention. Yeah. And right. so this was messed up because all of a sudden, like, the cannibal is, like, digging her eye, Lacey's eyes out. Right. And it's just, I'm assuming, because, like, that wasn't the person who made her, so there was no way to, like, glom on and, like, suck out right. the memory. Right, exactly. Like, holy shit, this is happening on TV right now. This is so messed up. Yes. Oh, God. And then, you know, as that's happening, we cut back to Seth, who's acting totally normal. Like, this isn't happening, you know, 10 feet from them. Right. It's like, oh, I was just like you. I came to a house, and it was a while ago. I, I don't really know how long ago. And she's like, what are you talking about? We met at the bar. Right. And then she, like, turns around and heads back to the fire because she's just like, this is weird. Finally. Yeah. Finally. It's her that he brought them in there. Right. And uh, 
Dylan is running up. JT is knocked out. And I'm saying that in, like, not really believing it type of knocked out. Right. Because Seth Seth comes up, Dylan comes back, and Dylan ends up killing the cannibal. Right. And, you know, wakes up JT, cuts the zip ties on his wrist, but he's pissed. Yeah, because Lacey's dead. Right. And all of a sudden, Dylan sees JT's arm. And I'm like, what's going to happen? Yeah. And of course, he tries to cover it up. And, uh, and yeah. Dylan pulls the knife out, tells him to get up, says, you're one of them. Now, of course, Margot and Jules say, hey, they know him. And Dylan says, lift up your sleeve. Yeah. And he's like, it, it just hap- happened because of this place. Right. I'm allergic to it. Right. And then he gets stabbed. Yeah. A couple times. That's what you get for beating yourself. With a glass bottle, I guess. Yep, I guess so. Because Margo... Margo starts to run over to him, and Dylan says, no, 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 get away. Right. And I don't understand why all the weird shit that's happening, and, uh, you know, she's just like, no, 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 I gotta help you. I gotta help him. Until Seth pipes up. Yeah. Like, he's not real. He killed the real JT. Slow head turn towards towards Seth. It's like, what? And... JT's still alive. Well, not JT. Whatever. He's still laying there, and he's like, I just want to get out of here. And, okay, you're you're not going to make it anywhere, bud. You're falling apart. You have no memories to feed off of. You're screwed. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to bleed out or whatever it is that you do. Says, says again that he murdered her friend. Margo asks him if that's true, and all he says, he's real. He remembers everything, and this hurts. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. not that that's hurting. I think it's, yeah, almost more the ego. Like, crap, I was so close. Yeah. But then it, Dylan grabs, like, the stick from the fire, and I'm like, oh, he's going to set him on fire. Yeah, and he did. I'm like, he's setting everybody on fire. Holy crap, What he's gone off the deep end. Well, his wife is now dead. Right. And that was pretty much his purpose. Yes, it was. So, yeah, I'm... <laughs> And I'm like, okay, is he still going to help get them out? Or what the hell? Is he just like, I'm burning this bitch to the ground. That's what it's going to happen. Right, yeah. <laughs> so he tells them, let's go. And Seth takes a step and Margot says, no, no, no. Yeah, that was kind of messed up because I'm like, okay, what if he can get out? What if he needed a reason to get out? Right. You were his reason. You're like, he can't come. He lives here. And Dylan turns on him pretty quick oh absolutely about to like take him out and and he's like i'm a real person i just actually live here (laughs) i just live in this crappy place yeah sorry but dylan doesn't kill him no which i was surprised yes but dylan yeah dylan and the girls run into the maze seth does not go after them right And, and we see not dad watching from the edge of the wood right and I'm like, oh, what's happening? Why isn't Seth going with them? I just thought that was a really bad thing happening. Right. <laughs> like, this meant things are going to go worse. That's why I keep writing, is Seth the house? Is he somehow the house? He always wanted a home. He wanted right. a family. This is where my mind is going with this. Yes. That he is actually the artist that created it, and he wanted a home and family, and this is, he is the house. Right. And I know that's like serious tinfoil hat, but I couldn't think of why he wasn't going after them. Right. And, you know, so the group is 
our girls and Dylan are in, in the maze and Dylan's like killing all the cannibals and the girls are together until suddenly Jules hears a voice again. Right. Wanders off. Can we put like a zip tie on her wrist or something? <laughs> yeah. Cause seriously. And then suddenly Margo's like, Oh, where'd she go? Way right. to keep an eye on your friend. Yes. But Margo finds her and you see the goo and was the body coming out of the goo Margo? I think it was. Okay. I thought it was too. Yep. And I wasn't a hundred percent and I'm like, is that her? And had, had she fully developed, does that mean that Jules would have no clue who Margo was? Right. Because she finally does see the weird ball fear. Yeah. And pulls Jules off of it, away from it. Thankfully. Just in the nick of time, because the body sinks back into the goo. Yeah, because I feel like that would make a big difference with what's coming in the next scene, if it had fully formed and it was actually Oh, absolutely. would have made a huge, huge, huge difference in everything. Because... Well, Dylan catches up and they get out of the maze. Right. And what's at the other side of the maze? The no-end house. Well, Dylan's like, go, go. What I came for is done, meaning his wife. So I'm burning this down. I'm taking this whole Uh, place out. And I'm like, okay, so does he just have to wait long enough for them to go in the front door, basically, and set it on fire? Uh, Yeah, I think he's wait. He's giving them enough time to get through it. Yeah, you guys better run. Yeah, before he burns it down. And, of course, that ain't enough time because Not Dad comes, shows up and takes Dylan out pretty freaking easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they fought for about a second. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, he, like, broke his neck or something. Right. And so I'm like, he should have just, as soon as they walked in the door, just set it on fire because who knows what dimension they were in. Right. But... That wouldn't play for the story very well. No. So you have room one again, and instead of the bus, you have the head of the girls, but then there's, like, black faces coming out of the top, and you can see, like, all these hands were, like, tearing it apart, and then the eyes follow them when they leave the room, which freaked me out. Yes. (laughs) That was creepy as hell. (laughs) I was not expecting to see those eyes move, and they did, and you go, What is that? Yeah. (laughs) Then you have room two, same as before. But, you know, the doors won't open, the lights go out and come back up, and all of a sudden the goo is starting to come up everywhere. And separates them. What the- why do you go away from the door? You know where the door is, why would you run to the other side of the room? Right. And it wasn't even spreading that fast, and it took her forever to get across. Like, Jules wasn't realizing, oh, I have to get to the other side. And she finally jumps over it. And I'm like, seriously? And again, I'm saying, what the hell's with Seth? Because he's nowhere to be found. Yep. He's not outside. He didn't see, as far as we know, we d- he didn't see Dad kill Dylan. Right. And Dad, you know, assu- assumably headed to the house. Sure he did. You have room three. So I love it because it's like one at a time. And they're like, hell no, we're going in this right. thing together this time. <laughs> Thankfully, because I really thought they were going to separate again. I was going to scream. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah. And the hall's different this time. Yes, it is. It's back to the school that they were in when not dad was chasing it. Right. And I love it because Jules is like, oh, yeah, that one teacher used to scare the crap out of me. That's what my hall was. This is my thing here. Right. And 
blackboard that keeps it, that has a repeating word. Well, do not leave. Yeah. Do not leave. Don't do go. Not leave. Don't go. Don't yeah, because I think it, it said both. One classroom said right. one, and, and uh, you kind of see like the back of the teacher that Jules was afraid of. Yeah. Until the teacher turns around, and it was the crazy guy from Margot's right. Hall. Right. I don't. I had a very psycho moment here. It's like, yeah, <laughs> he's in like women's clothing. Uh huh. And he grabs Margot and pulls her in a right. room. And I thought Jules left her. Right, because Jules had gone through the door before, just as Margot gets grabbed. Right. And she comes back and she grabs and gets Margot away. But as and this is, I have a question. As Jules pulls Margot away, the guy like has this chunk of Margot's hair, which I'm like, first of all, that had to hurt. Right. But then I'm like, does that mean something? Because like they have her DNA. Is she not really going to be able to get out now? I didn't know because it seemed kind of right. significant that it was right. quite a bit of hair. Yeah. Which and that would hurt yeah, a lot. I'm going to tell you that. I've had long hair. If somebody pulled that much hair out. You're not going to just be like, ow. You're going to be like, mother. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of swearing. I don't care how scared yes. you are. There's going to be a lot of swearing with that. <laughs> just putting that Yeah, out. I don't know if if it could lead to that or not. Him putting it in the in his mouth probably contaminated it, though. So well, maybe we're he was it. all part of the house. That's why I thought it was well, something. It could be, too. I was like, <laughs> oh, God, what's happening? <laughs> And then room four, we see kind of, but here, Dad, we see his face, and it's like when he's dying, and right. it's swelling and deflating, and Jules is like pulling away. Really? Don't you think Margot needs to be the way, the one to not look? Right, yeah. <laughs> and Jules is like... And finally, Jules grabs her hand and pulls her away. Right. It was messed up. Yes, it was. And then room five, and this is... Weird, because I didn't quite understand it. Because we have, like, well, clay Well, it was the combination. Oh, right, because we do see something with a, a tub with jewels. Yes, being submerged under the water in a tub. <gasps> I think I just figured something out. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Seriously? Okay, let's talk about room five really quick, and then I'll talk, I'll say it. Okay, so room five, there's a tub with Clay Dad, because he looks like a Clay Dad. He's, like, playing with the water. Yeah. And they have to get past him, and the door isn't opening. And again, you have him walking towards the girls to have a hug. It's like, stop! Right. So they they end up going through the door, and, okay, so they escaped, right? Because they're right. on the outside of the house again. There actually is not a room six, a physical six. But oh look, right. there's a there's a dandelion. Right, it's not an orchid. So good, right? Yes, they've gotten out. And they get in the car, and the car works. Yep. And they're like, oh okay. They go around front, and somebody's like, oh man, we came all the way from Forest Hills, and they're like, uh, it's full. He's like, nobody's here. He's like, the house is full. It's finished right. eating. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? That was weird. But then the next thing we see is dad exiting the house right so i'm like okay i don't understand how is he out but okay so what i just figured out i think i figured okay. out okay the tub that we keep seeing for jewels yes and we keep seeing and not seeing her sister and we had talked about maybe her sister something happened when they were younger or something because they never really seen her face when she was little and you were saying maybe this is everything 
with her sister and her mom that happened like as an adult was what she was hoping would happen. Right. So with the tub thing, could it somehow her sister died in the tub? Yeah. Or she caused her sister to die somehow? Right. Yeah, I think so. I think that's it. I don't know. That just dawned on me as we were talking. Only because you said, yes, it's both of them. It's like, oh, God, all of it kind of makes sense. But I don't know yet. (laughs) Yeah, that that definitely could have been what what is Jules issue is that, yeah, they were she was supposed to be watching her baby sister in the tub. Oh, okay. She went under and Jules just did nothing about it. Wow. I guess we'll find out. I mean, maybe. Right. There's two episodes. Who knows if they're going to actually tell us what her issue is. Right. They, yeah, we may never know. And I didn't know why it was significant, but I made sure I wrote down that they said, we drove all the way from Forest Hills. Right. Yeah. What? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why was that? You know, it could have been just like, oh, man, we drove like three hours, something. Right. It seemed very specific. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Let us know at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. We want to know, I want to know what you guys think Jewel's issue is, if that's it or not. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. I love this so far. I love being freaked out. I really don't know if I'm hitting a haunted house this year, but we'll find out. (laughs) I'll keep you up to date. All right. uh, Please rate review us on all the forums you're finding us on, but especially iTunes, because good ratings and reviews help other people find the show. Well, actually, they find our show. But we want you to help tell your friends to find this show so that they can watch it and be freaked out and have weird tinfoil hat theories, too. So, yada yada, you know what I mean. Don't forget to find us everywhere. Basically, we're on every platform. Just look up Fangirl Zone. But you can find us at the website and everything will click to it. And I think I have all the links working now. (laughs) So, thank you guys for bearing with me and the rebuild of the website. You guys are awesome. So for this episode of Fangirl Zone, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. You're fucked. (laughs) And until next time.